There is a space where you are all you need, where you are all you want. All there is is here. Welcome to the Source Connection, conversations about who we truly are, the possibilities of creation and the new earth we are birthing, with your hosts, Tara Long and Liz B. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Source Connection with myself and my co host Liz. Let's just take a few minutes to just be here together. So, if you'd like to close your eyes and take a silent, still moment, you can do that with us now. Taking a nice deep breath and feeling that breath moving in and out, feeling it moving throughout the body, nourishing the body, nourishing all parts of you, all parts of you that are equally beautiful, and to be honored today. We're not chucking anything away. We're bringing all of you to this space. We invite all of you. We welcome all of you. Just feel what that feels like for a moment when I say that. All of you, every aspect of yourself. Even the ones you've hidden away from the world or from yourself. It's bringing all of those aspects into the light to be seen to be loved, to be accepted. And let's just stay here for a few moments and it's okay if it's uncomfortable, just let that be too. It's no problem. You don't have to change anything. Bring that feeling too. That's part of you in this moment. That's okay. Bless you. see all of you even your sneezes (laughs) it's all totally allowed Mm. 
and feel the light of yourself just washing over all of you. The light of you that here is here in the physical right now. It is also the infinite mystery that you are as well. And thank yourself. Thank yourself in this moment for bringing all of you. I thank you and we thank you for being here. And when you're ready, you can breathe, sneeze, wiggle it out, whatever you need to do. (laughs) And we can come together in this space and see what wants to happen today. It's exciting. Mm. You never know what wants to happen. (laughs) I have a question for you. Yeah. When you grew up, where did you think or where were you told the heart is in the body? Um, When I was little? Yeah, what do you remember? Yeah, uh, yeah, here, you know, like in the chest, even though, of course, we that's not anatomically correct, but it, yeah, like right here, I think. What is anatomically correct? Well, this is part of the heart, but the apex of the heart, which is where the heartbeat is actually pointed down and to the left. And most people, very rarely, I mean, when people have the those organs that are mirrored, sometimes, you know, go to the right, but yeah, it's kind of more in the left side of the body. Um, but it starts in the middle and kind of goes down. But this, but here's where I learned. How about you? Yeah, it, for, to me, it was always to the left. But um, yeah, I was listening to something recently, one of the Alphavedics episodes with a guy talking about the Mandela effect. Have you heard that before? Mm-hmm, yes. And it was so juicy. And he was saying, like, <laughs> he said it changed. Now they teach it is in the center of the body, right here in the center of the chest. So it's not, because I remember just like, it's on the left. It's on the yeah. left. Although I've never really felt my heart in this area. I feel my yeah. heart here, which is very weird. Oh, in the, like, Lower, the, yeah, in this, almost the bottom of your sternum. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I can touch there and it's just like, it's potent here. Yeah. I barely feel it. I can feel it here on my, um on my chin area, but he said that now they teach it is in the middle. And so I asked my you sister, mean like in medical school, they're like, yes, here, the heart. Yes. And then I asked my sister who just went through nursing school. And I said, where's the heart? Where did you learn? And where's the heart anatomically? And she was like in the center of the chest. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> 
You know, because I took, I mean, all my anatomy and physiology classes, right, for acupuncture school, even before that, when I was doing physical therapy stuff, and it was always like the the apex of the heart, which is the bottom, you know, the most narrow part, which is where the heart beats. Um, Yeah, beats. Yeah, where where you feel it mostly. Right, 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 right. Down here, like almost below your, if you're a woman, below your boob. And now they're telling and so so, here's the crazy part do you still have any of your books from that time I think I probably no I gave everything I I got rid of all of it do you know anyone who has books of that time I should I'm sure I have tons of friends who are because the Mandela effect says that everything gets changed so you somebody should go look back in the books and see if it's there and where where is that because now I'm so curious me too. Or we could go, like, we have some old bookstores here, right? That I could go in and see if yes. they have any anatomy, old anatomy books. From old like, anatomy Even books. the 90s and early 2000s, yes. it was still yeah. that, right? Like, I, I don't mean, know how, how, when it changed, but yeah. But yeah, if you have an old life, old place, you can go look at old books. Yes. That's because I want, I'm just so curious now, like, what are they, te- like, it is kind of in the center of the chest, like, it starts in the center of the chest, but then, it, you know, like, how are they, and why, why, mm-hmm. like, that's the big question, like, why but are it, they? But even if, when I think about it, it makes more sense, sense, whatever that word means, to be more centered, right, to me. So why was it one way or the other before? It's, I mean, it's just the the funny thing to think about. Like, oh. It is. Yeah. And then why would, I mean, upon like opening someone up, like, isn't it, it's not in a different place now. It (laughs) is. That's the thing. That's what the whole thing says. It's like how maps change. If you look at maps, where places were, because he was giving a different examples right like where do you well, remember that's true oh, yeah wow. how big was cuba go look in a map now and it's different and yeah because even, the earth is shifting constantly right yeah but bible passages like 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 movie lines and you're like oh my god and i went and i looked because i was so curious and i was just like this is so entertaining and it was so and there's weird. so many things have you heard of um did you ever read the books the bernstein bears when you were a kid he talked about that too yes that yeah yep so the Bernstein Bears there's two different um spellings Bernstein and Bernstein and I remember the Bernstein Bears but some people are like no it's the Bernstein Bears you know and so it's just it's so it's like for that thing like the Bernstein Bears like who even care like how is that even a thing and but it is do you know which one really tripped me which one do you know the Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah Let's see if you know this song. Sometimes I feel like I don't have yep. a partner. Wait. Sometimes I feel like my only friend. It's the city I live in. The city of angels. It's angel uh, now. <laughs> Everyone it's the city of angels? And now it's angel. It's so weird. Everyone says angels when I do this. And then I showed them angel. They were like, oh, and even it's a music video because we had heard it. And I was like, let's watch the music video. And the music video says angel. (laughs) That doesn't even make sense because uh, you're talking about LA, right? Which is a city of angels. So why would it be a city of angel? Like, isn't that wild? Oh, man. And so the whole conversation was, is it? Is it source leaving 
tips that we are right. in this malleable thing, yes. right? Yes. We are always yes. even like the physical form, the, the really sedimented ideas, like are we it's always changing it? Or is it yeah. yeah, it was so interesting to think about that nothing is yeah, why nothing is fixed. Happen? Right. Why is yeah. that happening? And why are we noticing it? Yeah. You know? Well, there's a really cool there's a book that I recommend to like all everybody, but all my clients and stuff too. It's called um, Busting Loose from the Money Game by Robert yes, Seinfeld. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so true, right? Like it's, it totally shifts your money, money, my, I don't say mindset, but it's like. It you told like me to read this book. That's how yeah. I read Yeah, yeah. It sounds super, like super businessy, but actually it's yeah. not at all. And he talks <laughs> about these things happening all the time in, in his book of, with money. And um, and also like one time he bought like a pink shirt and got home and it was like a different color or something, you know, like, like all these. And I remember after reading that book, cause I read it, you know, over and over for a little while. And I remember there was one time I was walking in my neighborhood and I, and I saw a tree and I was like, that tree has never been here before <laughs> ever. And now there's a tree, like I am in a parallel reality, like I created it or in a parallel reality or something. It's just like so wonderful. <laughs> right. He talked about in the episode, he talked about his neighborhood name changing and people still referring to where it was and he couldn't find the records or something like that. Or like just wild stuff. <laughs> Pictures. <sighs> Like yeah. statues of famous, like, you know, statues that we, the yeah. thinker, like used to be the, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. now it's here. And then there's pictures of people that probably were there when it was here. And they're by the statue going like this, but the statue is like this on the picture. Oh. It's wild. <laughs> oh, I love this stuff so much. And it's so entertaining. I was highly entertained. entertaining. I was doing chores and listening. And I was like, this is so crazy. Oh, this is so great. Like what an invitation, right? To just not believe that anything is fixed and static. Like how could it be? How could it not be dynamic? Because we are constantly changing. We're different every moment, right? Or can be. We can be, yes. So why not all the other things? Like even though we think, oh, because it's made out of stone or because it's, you know, something we think of as material and not like alive yeah it is last one it's yeah. a beautiful day in the neighborhood in this neighborhood now no. it's not the neighborhood anymore what i gotta listen to this episode i love it uh, yeah the mandela yeah. effect yeah there's a documentary too because it was basically Nelson Mandela, it was like he, the whole point, the whole reason they call it that is because he spent different amounts of time in prison, right? Based on, no. No, the, the wild thing is that story, the guy touched on it and it's really crazy because it ties in with what I remember being a kid. He died in prison and then he didn't oh, die in prison. Oh, okay. I knew it had something to do with prison. But okay. the guy even says like, don't bring that up because people are going to think you're crazy. That's a really like out there idea. Like, oh, wait, mm. he died and then he didn't die, right? Just move slowly for the people to like <laughs> the idea that well, it's, it changes in the community. <laughs> but if, but if like, 
isn't anything, if it's even the smallest thing, then that means anything is possible. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter how big or how small or how crazy yes. or whatever. Like, totally. Yes. If any little tiny thing is possible, then any big thing is possible. Because, there, you know, there's no like, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, people might try to lock you up in the loony bin. Yeah. But. but when he said that, I was like, oh, my God, I remember being a little girl. And that's what I remember. You know, and I never thought about it anymore. And then, and also how do we integrate that, that it's just a thing that it just kind of goes unseen, you know, or unperceived. And nobody ever talks about it or mentions it or, or it's because it's so inconceivable. I think for most people, just like, of course, we see all the things going on in the world. (laughs) (laughs) People are like, you know, that's, you know, it's, it's it's just so much easier to just glaze over it and not give any attention to it right Right? like like that's impossible so so then the mind can't conceive of it and then it's done he even mentioned our friend well not on that episode but I was watching something else he mentioned our friend Paul enslaved and when he says my people perish for the lack of knowledge my people perish for lack of knowledge and he says that it's not like it's not that it's my people destroy themselves for lack of knowledge or something like that and how it's gotten shifted Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, it, it it's so funny, right? It's like why oh, those things? It's just so <laughs> insane to me. I'm just like, I don't even know. This is so fun to like look, and then I'm like getting mm-hmm. the Bible, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah. And like, what was the other one? There was a few in the Bible that he pointed out um, that were now had changed. That were now different in the Bible. Yes, it was different in the Bible. Yes. I can't remember now, but, um, but I went and looked. it was like, just go grab your Bible right now. Like go grab it. Don't just believe me. Go grab it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, get in the Bible. Like, like what kind of Bible? It just, a, just a King James Bible or he just said in general, most Bibles. And he said okay. that he has a few videos that he he's done with pastors out people preaching. And yeah. he goes, he tells them to say it, right? And he goes, yeah. oh, and then he'll, they'll say it and they go, open your Bible. And they look and they're like, oh my God. And it's because <laughs> he's been preaching that for like, years, yeah, probably, yeah, forever. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what? They're just shocked, like, <gasps> wow. Isn't that multi dimensional in the seeming same, same seeming reality, like, and how fun, right? That we get to play with it and we get to have fun, like that we don't have to be so attached and just so like, oh, this is ah, this is right, that. right. Because we try to make it mean, oh, if it changes, then then I don't know who I am. You know, like it's like I don't know anything anymore. If the bird seed bears are suddenly the bird bears. Oh, what God. is my life? You know, it's like, <laughs> who am I? <laughs> who are you? It's just this funny, like, we attach so much meaning to something that we think we know. Uh-huh. And that also means that we get to play, right? Yes. We imagine the possibilities of us playing at that level that we become so conscious and so clear that we get to do that and see it happen like in real time. Like I think it's what we're moving towards because we already have experiences of that, but just those really potent shifts that then shifts everything. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I was even thinking, and I've told, I've talked to you about the power of intention, lean McTard, and I was telling you I wanted to do a thing. And then I was like, what if we even broaden it 
And it was like, let's get a million people, a million, not eight, not a thousand, <laughs> a million okay. people okay. from everywhere to every week meditate at a specific time. But let's solidify what the intention is. So it's simple, right? Because if, um, and I say a million, because I'm being funny with the number, but just a big yeah, number, yeah, yeah. a million people. Yeah. If a million people like that, if we can come together with a clear intention, we can shift things pretty quickly and yeah. we can reverse. And that's what I think it's the cool thing about this Mandela effect idea. We could reverse things. The past. Well, yeah, like that, like it's but even the past isn't fixed. No, because it's all happening at the same time. Simultaneously. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So we could be, I mean, you know, turning yeah. things around in a way that is just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, history is That's history. Fun. Yeah, it is. And well, the T, I know TM with Transcendental Meditation did a, a similar thing in Washington, D.C. in like the 70s or 80s. Don't, nobody quote me on any of these details, but because um, I used to practice TM for many years. And yeah, they, they went to Washington DC and, and it was like 1% of the population in that area got together and meditated for, I don't know if it was a week or two weeks or something. And they saw all of the, um, the crime rate go down in that short spike period of time. And then of course they left him back up again, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but they have, um, I think they call him, uh, Siddhas or something in India. They have a group of, uh, I don't know if there's women too, but there is a huge, huge, huge population of men who basically take that on as their job. And all they do every day is meditate for Mm -hmm. that purpose. So there's, yeah, there are groups, but I don't think a million, but there are definitely groups who do that. And who knows? You know, it, but people to agree on something, but just right? that's what I said to simplify, right? It's yeah. not Super not getting into the nitty gritty and the details of the things, like, but just a real simple thing yeah. that like, could be a paradigm shift, and then yeah. everything will unfold from that because it's just inevitable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I know there's this whole story of like we can tip the scales with one percent or three percent or whatever it is, and my question is, can we do it even without that? Or not yeah, do it, but can so. it, you know what I mean? Like, of course. if anything is possible, then anything is possible. Anything is possible. Anything. Yeah. And that's I, always yeah. been my, one of my greatest gifts is to see that, but also can be, you know, I'm like, but anything is possible. So <laughs> then anything is possible, you know? So it's like, <laughs> it, sometimes it, it, it helps to focus. Right. And Yeah. No, I think so. I think so. I do think so. I just like the challenge of the idea of like, man, yeah. get a million people. <laughs> but totally yeah. I totally believe yes yeah and I think that we're doing that at all oh, yeah. times anyway so of yeah. course yeah and and our new biology right that's like being upgraded at meaning our bodies our physical beings here is being upgraded with the rest of the planet and the, all of that so then what's possible I mean it's just I'm so excited. <laughs> but just remember that unless you are a biologist, you cannot define what a woman or a man. Oh, <laughs> I saw some of your stories and you're just cracking me up. Is it raining? Is it I don't raining? know. I'm not a meteorologist. Uh, is it raining? It's like pouring rain. I don't know. I'm not a meteorologist. <laughs> it's are you? Are we sure? Oh my God. 
don't know. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a scientist. So I can't tell you if you're a woman or a man. So I started watching the first module. I'll give them a little plug here. The law of mankind. I've watched that before because they plug that in into the event. I think it's the same thing. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and plug it in. Plug it in. It's great. It's great. And it's stuff that we've heard, right? But it's just hearing it over and over again. And I love the simplicity of it. Like, and one thing that I just finished watching one of the modules and, and it talks about um, how titles diminish us. And we're, it's so simple what, what we are. Of course, we know this, right? And we can have direct experience and just feel that the being, the light being that we are. But mm-hmm. in this physical world, it's a man or a woman. And that's it. There's no, I'm a sovereign woman. I'm a, all of those titles begin. It's no different than a citizen or a whatever, the queen. You know, it's like, <laughs> like every title, the more you label yourself and title yourself and all of that in the world, the more it diminishes who you are and the power that you hold. Power that makes that sense. And think about the people who hold those things very tightly to them. PhD, MD. Oh gosh. All those whatever labels. the titles are, right. That go after the name. And all of a sudden you're carrying this train behind you. And it's interesting, not everyone, but a lot of those people um, could be through the titles, just disconnecting from themselves. And then we see the wave of professionals now who are dropping their titles because they're like, I don't don't want this title that just just imprisons me or or hinders my potential of what I could be doing, right? And it's just so cool to be a part of that and just see Mm. that. We really need to label ourselves. Is it really necessary? Right. It's not. I mean, it can be functional sometimes. Like, oh, you are like, even they even talked about the title mother, right? Mm-hmm. It's you are mother of a child, of a, you could say the name of a child. I am mother of little Susie, you know, but mm-hmm. I'm not a mother. Right. I mean, it's, you know, getting to semantics here, but yeah, it's just fun. But, it, but semantics matter because they that's do. Great. Yeah. Right, right. It's the energy. That's the, the deception. Is comes in those little in those words that we think are so benign, right? Yes. And it's entrapping us into all of these yeah. contracts and ideas and entanglements. Yes, and they and they give this sense of an authority, right? An authority, like a police officer or the queen or something like, oh, they're above us somehow. But if we take away their title and they're just a man or a woman, then we're all equal. (laughs) And what is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then we can front. uh, We can face those fears that we have about Mm. whoever did the tax person or the police pulling us over or whatever. And and instead of being like, oh God, it's happening. They're coming to get me. You know, we could. Oh, I get to engage with this man or woman right now. You know, what is that like instead? Which makes me think again of our friend Paul Enslaved, which I'll send him a message after just saying we mentioned him a lot today. But yeah, um, that first, back you know, my first encounter that I had with him was him in the car and he was being pulled over for not having, I think, a license plate. And he has this whole conversation and it's just like, from an honorable man yes. to another hopefully honorable man, right? Beyond his titles, beyond his ideas of jurisdiction over one another. 
Yeah. Like, what's up? Yeah. And he educated. It was like a 30 minute. I watched that it's too. Awesome. Yeah. He educated him by the end. The police officer's like, give me that email and give me your email. And what's that website? And I take it a coffee. He's like, I know it's maybe a little weird, but me and I really appreciate your energy and what you're, how you're communicating this. And I like to learn more. Yes. That's the whole point, right? Is to bring our brothers and sisters home. Yes. Yes. And I think that because of what we're experiencing, just in general, and have been experiencing more intensely the past two years, um, more and more people are shedding those things because there's no other way, right? But to really confront it and to look and be like, what's really going on here? What's this all? What is this all about? Yeah. Because if you if you're so insistent upon maybe holding on to that title or label, then then you have to be going along with a certain thing or certain things, most likely, possibly, and you don't want to do that. So then, what's the other option? Is to really not look in the mirror and ask yourself those questions. Right? Am I really this thing? Is this what I want? Yeah. And even if you want to take on that role. How do you take on that role based upon what premise, right? What is your foundation of what you're doing? Is it rooted here or is it rooted somewhere else? Yeah. You know, and how much your internal world, as you discover, aligns with what you put out and what is going on around you. Right. Right. Because some of those titles and stuff can be useful and functional. But if we know who we are, then it's totally fine. There's no problem. Right. We're, we didn't lose the fact suddenly that we're a woman, that we're like a living woman, just because we decided to be a driver, you know, that, that went and renewed her driver's license. Right. And then you to do that understand that the driver would be a commercial driver, right? You're just yeah. moving your property. Like you're not, I'm not driving this car. I'm not driving. I am moving, my, moving property my property from point A to point B. B. It's yeah. the legalese, right? Yeah. It's the language yeah. and everything. And um, yeah. being aware of that, just, it's such a beautiful shattering of just mm. the picture in general. Yeah. And it's so freeing, right? I like to say, sometimes it's it can be hard to look at the truth yeah. of things, but being on the other side of bullshit, it's liberating. Yeah. You know, because then you're like, oh, all right. right? There's it's so no empowering. There's no deceiving anymore. There's no misunderstanding. Yeah. Even if it's not a, an intentional way to deceive, because I don't think that the men or women going into the police force are necessarily wanting to deceive people. No. They just win and they just get so indoctrinated in that yeah. system that's already been in place for a yeah. while doing what it's doing. And so you just come out of there like, oh, this is what I do. Yep. No, similar to the the modern medical systems and all of that. And so, yeah. yeah. Anybody who says, who identifies themselves as their job or, you know, I'm a teacher, I'm a this, I'm a lawyer, I'm a that, I'm a, you know, it's taking on that label, that name. It's, it's, it's innocent mostly, right? Because people don't know. And so that's what this is all about is. Right. Saying you, there's more to you. (laughs) (laughs) So much more. Mm. 
so much more. Yeah. And it's so simple. So simple. Mm -hmm. It really is. You see, it's almost like um, we feel like we're learning things, but we're really unlearning the ways Mm -hmm. that we learned. It's a lot of learning word in one sentence, but yeah, it feels to me more of a shedding mm-hmm. and the letting go and the simplifying. I'm like, oh, it's it's simpler. It's it's lighter. Yeah. So much lighter to put down all those backpacks and suitcases of shoulds and roles and duties and obligations of doesn't have to be that way. Right. Yeah. 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 And I also feel like in that space, you can rest a little deeper. Mm. There is Mm -hmm. more space. It's not as constricting and as demanding. Yeah. Because it's not as cluttered with all that stuff, right? right? And all those words and things that we think we have to be. It's just, no. There's less upkeeping. Yeah, there is. Like at the beginning, there's more focus and attention and we could say work, right? To sort it out and unravel and unlearn. I mean, it does take effort. It does take focus. It does take work. And so at the beginning, it can seem, it can be very overwhelming. Yeah. Right. And that's okay. So you just take it step by step. What are you ready for next? What system are you ready to unfurl (laughs) yourself next? You know, the medical system, the food system, the education system, the whatever, government, in quotes, you know, all of these things, it's all connected, but you can sort of unravel that as you go. And then little by little, there's more space and you'll have more space and more like light in you to, to be able to go on to the next thing. At least that's been my experience. Yeah. Because also they are connected as you loosen one, the other ones start to loosen themselves, right? So as you start to move and then it just, and then it just, I don't know, it just, you just know. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just suddenly has no power over you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't have to <clears throat> retain to a certain identification of yourself because as you lose in that, you get, you get loose, right? Yeah. It, you get loose. Like, oh, all right. Ooh. Yeah, what else? Bring it on. <laughs> start dancing for no reason. And you're oh, just yeah. like, that was, yeah, the, the, the grocery store the other day, the cashier was like, I noticed you were just like e bopping. I was just like, Yeah, yeah man, we're all gonna die. <laughs> what else am I gonna do? I went to the gym. Um, with Jeremy the other day and uh, I've never really been a gym person but it was cold and I was like I want to move and right so I went to the gym with him and every time I'm I'm the person who's listening to stuff and I'm dancing and I'm snapping yeah, like, my fingers and I'm singing and I'm like yeah guy and everybody's just like seriously working out you know <laughs> what is happening here what's going on <laughs> how far is the gym from you guys oh like five or six minutes probably a drive or yeah drive drive it's 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 quick to just walk or bike or whatever it's quick to to drive it's quick yeah I mean it's on the like a highway to get there so yeah 
It's, yeah. but it's everything here is quick. Everything here is close. It's not like you're really driving far to go in yeah. here. Yeah. Is, is it a big place. gym? Yeah. It's a pretty big gym. Yep. It is. And it's a, one of those 24 hour ones. Oh, wow. So it just, it's on and on. It's just anytime, anytime, 3 a.m. Not that I'd ever be there. Then, <laughs> I'm right. My exercise. People are, people are. <laughs> and they also have these like massager things too and stuff. So it's cool. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, for a gym, it's, uh, right. it has all the things. Yeah. It's only like 10 bucks a month or something. So, yeah. It has the heavy things. I, I want to, I don't know if I've been feeling the, the desire to learn how to lift weight, oh, yeah. not to get like, not to bodybuild. <laughs> we have a friend in Brazil who is a bodybuilder. And, um, oh, wow. Amazing to see the body transformations and things. Right. Um, yeah, I've been lifting sometimes. I was coming, um, I was visiting and I told her and she said, oh my God, can you, I just finished the competition. Can you bring me candy bars and like chocolate bars? Cause now yeah. I can eat all of that. And I just, I was just like, oh my God, that's so funny. So I went and got like a few. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's yeah. Great. Like it is. I have a friend who did the, um, who did the competition, the weight, comp- you know, like for women. Yeah. She does that too. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, it is like a piece of chicken and maybe some broccoli for certain hours of the day and you have to time it and and certain very strict and and the working out is like constant. And of course for her, she admitted, she's like, this is very unhealthy because of all the body issues. You know, a lot of people who get into that, not everybody have, you know, unhealthy body images or, or eating disorders or things. So they like the structure so that they can then I'm not saying everybody, but it, it can be a venue for that, right? To like, so no, yeah. Now she's like, oh, I would never do one of those again because it's so unhealthy. <laughs> like, I mean, the discipline and the commitment, it's pretty. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. I mean, that is amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. And I know that discipline has been one of my greatest, I think, gifts in this life, like just tapping into that in myself and being able to be disciplined about something really creates for me a structure that's beneficial. Yeah. You know, and discovering that about myself, like, wow, I'm really disciplined. I didn't even know. And it gave me so much strength, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting process. And then I think about the grit of discipline, right? And just being able to commit to something, even when you're not feeling like you want to do something and how much of that translates into your ability to sustain yourself during hardships or other things. So it's not like you're training for that, but you are adjusting to the moments where you don't have the ability to control everyone or everything around you and you can stay, you can still sustain yourself. And I think that's really powerful. Yeah. It is. It, it's beautiful. And, and of course, as with everything, it's where is it coming from? You know, it's like yeah. we've talked about discipline and things that you don't want to do, right? Like, uh, like a military or something. I'm just throwing out an example there. And some people love that and they thrive on that and it can be yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, but the other side of discipline, I think the two go hand in hand is flexibility. You know, it's like when you can have the discipline and the flexibility to just go with the flow, 
that those two, it's like the yin and the yang, right? <laughs> it's like, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you. And sometimes I think that a lot of people have not found that discipline in themselves. So they don't know how to balance that because there isn't a balance. So yeah. sometimes people need to go through a very hard discipline period in their life. So they know that they have that in there to then have the flexibility because otherwise yeah. you can find an excuse every day. Nah, I'm sure. It's I don't great. feel like it. Oh. I don't want to. Oh, yeah. it's great to sleep in. It's great for that. But if you don't find that in yourself to then know yeah. when that flex, when that time comes where you're like, you know what, this is really the time to be flexible right now. I know because you you really know the difference, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Especially yep. because we've been so conditioned to conveniences. It's, mm-hmm. it's all about convenience. It's just it's not convenient. Just let's make life yeah. easier. You have yeah. a control to change the, the the channel on the TV. You have a car that drives you. You have food that's wrapped in packages, so you don't have to do anything. Everything's convenient. I want convenience, right? And I feel like convenience is just slowly killing us. It's the death of yeah, of just you the know? spark of a life. The spark of life. Yeah. motivation and, and enchantment and curiosity, you know, yeah. everything. And so, yeah. yeah, it goes deep for me. Yeah, it does go deep. And it's, it's a beautiful learning tool and growing tool of discipline because we get to mm-hmm. see what comes up in us too, that all the, the places that are unhealthy, yes. right. Cause it can go to the extreme, which I've seen a lot, you know, and done myself in my early you know, my twenties and things like that, where it's like controlling food and I'm um, thinking it's discipline, but it's just an eating disorder. <laughs> it's just, it's just plain an eating disorder. That shit is not healthy. You're like, let's just call it for what it is. Yeah, let's just say. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a, there's a fine line there, but I, I know, I hear you and I know how important that that can be. Cause yeah, yeah, especially in our culture in the West, oh my God, like discipline is not something that is instilled really at all. I don't think. Yeah. We really don't have many practices or besides conditioning, which is different than discipline because we are conditioned to, wake up at a certain time, go do a certain job, go to school yeah. for however many years. And that's just, you're being told to do those things. It's not discipline. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like the outer, is it coming from the outer? Or is it coming from the inner? That's the, right. That's the huge difference. Yeah, the motivating force. What's the, the motivating factor? Yeah. Is it, Ooh, I need to be skinny because that's what people think is beautiful. So I'm going to have discipline and control my food. Or is it like, Oh, I really want to eat healthy and be feel good. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So maybe it's bringing an invitation of yeah, just connecting to ourselves in in noticing in our own lives where are we conditioned and do we have anything that we do that brings out the discipline. And the devotion, because to me, discipline evokes devotion and devotion evokes sacredness and life is sacred. And so I think that when those things can be connected and interwined, there's a deeper dimension of life and a richness that we can experience. And so that's my invitation for you this week. (laughs) Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful invitation. 
what is where is your discipline coming from and what are you a disciple of yeah that's the root of the word discipline right right? and um yeah what are you focusing your energy and what are you exchanging with and investing yourself in Mm. is it conscious is it unconscious because sometimes we can be disciples of things that we don't even realize Mm. we're investing in because it's not a conscious thing so the calling is for conscious explorative discipline whatever that means to you yeah and let us know you can connect with us in our email the source connection at protonmail.com or below this video wherever you find it we love to hear from you See you next time. See you next time.